everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm in my car, and you're listening to the Nintendo Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend, Console Kato, the sauciest potato. <laughs> on our journey today, I had some fun with my OLED and played some Tetris, and people are upset about d- download size, and we'll talk about that expansion pack, so jump on into the Nintendo Drive. Sean. Kato, a moment ago, I like I think I blew my nose for the last time, maybe for this entire duration of me feeling not not up to snuff. I think I just like it's gone. I think that was the last sort of like disbursement that I needed to make. It's all gone. <laughs> I'm feeling so much better after a wonderful time in Toronto. How are you, my friend? Yes. How did it go? I'm doing good. I'm yeah. Doing good. Yeah. Good. The, the, the trip was wonderful. Hung out with, of course, Ryan Turford and Court Lalonde and met a new patron and new friend, um, Andrew Watson and his wife, Angela. And we'll, we'll talk about this because I think they may have sparked something in me. Uh, they, they went to, we all met at Fan Expo and hung out there and they were cosplaying as, um, as characters from Stardew Valley, which I didn't know oh, right off the top. Cute. But it was so good because um, Angela made these like little stuffies that they were carrying around. She had like a little parrot, and and he had a had a, had a chicken, had a big puffy, Aww, yeah. just really like I would have thought that they bought them and paid a lot of money for them. But she's like, I made them, and she's like, Well, actually, I didn't like make the pattern. I'm like, Oh my gosh! Like she did all the stuffing and she did all the sewing and everything. It was very impressive. It was very cool, and just we're gonna talk about Stardew Valley a little bit later uh, in the show, but. Man, it's a game that I just, I really want to dive into and get lost in that game because people yeah. really love it and it's very cute and I think I can wrap my head around it. And they kind of uh, revived a bit of that FOMO this weekend. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. I love that. I don't think I've ever seen anyone cosplay as Stardew Valley characters. It's got to be challenging, right? Because, you you know, the, it wasn't just one like of the, the first pixely games. Art that's exactly what I looks, was saying. Yeah. That's exactly it. Like, how do you translate that? And they did an awesome job. She had a great blue wig, and he had a ruffled up kind of blue hoodie. Um, I think she went as Emily, and I'm forgetting what what Andrew went as, and I'm sure he'll he'll yell at me in the comments, which he's right to do so. But very very <laughs> cool to you know just go on over there and meet up with friends and and meet new people. It's like that's that's what it's all about. So I had a I had a great yes. time over in Toronto. Yeah. Well, I need pictures in the Discord if they're willing to post them. Oh, definitely. So I would love to see that. Yeah. So if you hear this and you're willing, get on in please there. Please post pictures in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's clean out the garage a little bit. Uh, just a reminder: you can listen to the Nintendo Drive on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Yumi Capri. We do have a comment this week from the Jonathan Brown. <gasps> Jonathan Brown my coming friend. into our comment section. Who says, I ain't even mad about the price, to be honest. We're about to be able to play a whole library of N64 games that would have been 10 to 15 bucks each on the Wii U mm-hmm. VC. Being able to play the Genesis games is a cherry on top because I haven't played any Genesis game besides Sonic. I am excited. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, so of, lot of conversation about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's uh, all around the board. People um, coming in, weighing in on the expansion pack, whether or not it's a waste of money. And now I actually have it. I actually uh, picked it up last night and fooled around with that a little bit um, before the Animal Crossing thing. In my mind, I was actually surprised to see people talking about it on Twitter yesterday because, like, in my head, it was November 5th. 
even though that's, that's what I thought. Never, that's really not what they said. It was just November fifth was the day that apparently I'm handing over all my money over to Nintendo. <laughs> what I've actually discovered is I've handed over money yesterday. Uh, I think on Friday I'm handing over more money for Mario Party, and then on November fifth I well actually I don't have to hand you more. won't have to hand anymore. Yeah, money. I'm all set. It. Mm-hmm. Now I'm all- I do. I'm curious. Do you think that they will let us pre-download it? The DLC, or is it just going to be whenever it releases, that's when people download it? I actually tried. It might be different now because I was in there right after I got the expansion pack. It, it does show up as like a perk. And I went to, I clicked a button that said download and then it tried to charge me for it. So I'm not entirely sure what that's about. So maybe wait and well, see. I just wonder, I think on the 29th is when it becomes available for pre order. Oh, okay. I think. So I'm wondering if people with the expansion pack if they will be able to download it the same way people purchasing it can right. download it at yeah, that it, time it seemed to know. be there and yeah who knows but i got to i got to dive in um just yesterday with the whole n64 stuff and the sega thing and i think it's just amazing how like, the conversation continues to to happen on whether or not people are upset or whatever but you kind of make up your mind whether or not you know buy it uh go for it if not then Maybe move on. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well, we do have a question about the expansion pack. So let's go ahead and jump into that really quick. From at just kidding, JKJ asks, how are the N64 games on Nintendo Switch Online? Uh, I'm too busy grinding for Nook Miles to take endless cap-in trips and didn't (laughs) get to try it out yet. I'll tell you, all I've done is I paid for it. I downloaded it. Mm -hmm. I downloaded all the things I had to. Yep. I logged in mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm going to load up Ocarina of Time just to see. I just yeah. wanted to see what it looked like. And um, mad props to how they have it set up where I can just save at literally any time Yes, is the best thing I've ever seen. Like mm-hmm. I was in the middle of a cut scene and I was like, okay, I've seen enough. Let me close out of this. And it was like, an option to save it right there. Freeze it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. Huge. So that's all I've done. And that's a carryover from the NES and Super Nintendo stuff. The one thing that I'll say now is like, you know, there's there's all these different apps that you have. Like you could you could really have four icons on your dashboard for Nintendo, for Super, for 64, and then now for Genesis. I almost wish that they could like maybe just have one app, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the, the Nintendo Switch, almost like a virtual console type of thing. They're all separate, so that's kind of a bit of a pain. And now that there's four, which is maybe a good problem to have. I'm right with JB, though. Like, I I don't know exactly how much I'm going to be playing each one of these games all the time, but I will gladly pay the subscription to have them at my fingertips whenever the moment strikes, because I... I absolutely would have been repurchasing these if they came up on a virtual console individually anyways. So that's all good. Um, but yeah, I wish they were all kind of housed under under one app. And then um, I played actually Sega. I played Sonic last night. And Andros, was, Andros was in our Discord <laughs> taking a screenshot and putting it in there going like, busted, there's no Sega yeah. drive. What are you doing <laughs> over here, buddy? <laughs> but I wanted, to, I wanted to try it out because... Those were those were mostly the games that I'm not like totally familiar with. I, I jumped into 64 and played a couple games there, but I just kind of wanted to see what else is here, what else is like offered, what what new stuff could I play or new to me. So I played a little bit of Sonic, and I kind of had like this 
realization that probably has been mentioned before. And I don't know, like there's no, the realization was that there's no overworld. It's just like a bunch of levels that you just go from like level one to level two. And then you jump to like another area. Like, I guess I'm now in a factory of some sort. And then I'm in a pond somewhere. I'm underwater. Like it just is a random selection of levels. And I feel like that's a huge, that's a huge problem that I have with Sonic. So there's not any like hub or anything. Right. There's not like like a map. Like you can't pick no, which level. No, like, and I, I, I just don't get Sonic. I, I, that's really what I'm here to say as gently as possible. It's like I just don't think Sonic is for me. I'm sorry. Um, so I didn't really spend a whole heck of a lot of time in Sega Land. I did play probably the most that I played was Star Fox because I've been hyped about that. I'm very excited to jump into multiplayer with people hopefully very soon. But uh, man. The, I, I really didn't think that I needed one of those N64 controllers until I played Star Fox. <laughs> and I think I might need an N64 controller sooner rather than yeah. later. Yeah. Now, how were you playing all these? Were you playing on your OLED? Were you handheld? Were you not? Were I was you... on the TV. Yeah, I was on the TV playing. And uh, remind me to talk about handheld or tabletop mode because I played that on the flight. Um, but yeah, I played on the TV with a pro controller. And it just doesn't translate as well as I would have imagined, I guess, that like um, playing Star Fox, um, you have like your A, B, X, Y buttons on your pro controller and they're sort of automatically and you cannot change how it's mapped to the buttons that were on the 64 controller. So it's something like A is the actual A button, like the blue on the 64 controller, the B is the B button on the 64 controller. But then you've got X and Y, which are mapped to two of the C buttons if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Which, which mm-hmm. are your brake and your acceleration, like your boost is on Star Fox. And then you've got left, like ZL is your, like your Z button or Z button on your 64. And then R on the Pro Controller is um, is R on the on the 64 controller. Like it's all over the map. It's even hard to kind of like walk through. Yeah. So I... I'm curious if anyone who listens or watches or anything is a video game developer. Yeah. How difficult is it to have button mapping seriously as an option? Why is this not available for every game? Why can mm-hmm. we not just play <laughs> with the buttons we want to play with? That and the inverted camera, which yes, I know thank you. is your thing. Which um, is default on Star Fox 64. Why is it not available on everything? I just don't get it. I don't I don't know. It's it's a little bit frustrating. The other thing that like the way that they even show the buttons, they don't even show what does what. It just goes, this is the button that you're looking at on Pro Controller and this is what it maps to on the 64 controller. It doesn't tell you what they do. It just says A equals A on the 64 controller. This is the C button. Oh, But it no. doesn't actually, like, you then have to figure out, okay, what's down C when I'm it's playing 64. It's not like 64. the frog telling you what buttons to use or anything? No, yeah, you'll still, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Use the boost to chase. Like that's yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I love that first level, but like I wanna Star Fox is such a good game because there's all these different paths that you can take. You can you can complete a mission or you can accomplish it, or it, um like you can do everything. You can follow Falco to the like to the secret area, right? And and yeah. and get that boss instead of the one that I ended up getting because I couldn't I couldn't chase. I didn't know how to say like I lost Slippy, like I was losing all these things because of the controls. So I've got to wrap my head around that a little bit. But um yeah, some but, some early stages with it. Yeah. And at least Is, I have it. You have it. 
is Star Fox one of those games that we just remember being a good game and it's not actually a good game? Mm, I don't think so. No, I think it's good. I think okay. it's, <laughs> I think it's really good. I, <laughs> I I love the like the targeting system. I think is really really stellar. Uh, just the way that you get the bonus kills or, or um, numbers when you kill a group of them. You get like an added like one or two, and that's how you start to get the bonuses of. I think the first level you have to get more than a hundred kills. And you, you can't really do that if you shoot everybody down individually. I think Star Fox is like okay. a surprisingly deep game and really good controls. Love the characters, of course. So that's yes. kind of where I started. Yeah. Did you try any of the online with it? No, but I'm seeing not so good things oh, no. online. I'm seeing like <laughs> somebody called it a PowerPoint presentation. Somebody shows no. playing four player. Yeah. Mario Kart 64. And it was called a, a PowerPoint. It's like, oh, no, that's exactly <laughs> what I was excited for. But yes. yeah, I guess not all that surprising. Okay. And yeah, maybe some of the naysayers weren't wrong about that. Well, I know you did have some issues with your OLED on your trip. So do you want to talk about that? Well, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, um, shout out to the kickstand. The new kickstand on the OLED is awesome. The fact that you can adjust like the angle that you're looking at it. Like I was on a plane and the old kickstand just kind of, I don't know what, what was a 30 degree or 20 degree angle. Like it's not really conducive to where it's sitting on the uh, on the table tray when you're on a plane, mm-hmm. it's not really all that good. But with the um, with the kickstand on the OLED, it's much better. It can kind of angle up at you. You can you can adjust it for how tall you are. All these things, very very nice. Um, but I got on the plane. I'm ready to be the dude from the commercial playing on the plane with my <laughs> controller and everything. Like, and um, yeah, I forgot to set this OLED as my primary console. My my Switch Lite was was my primary console, which means. Um, you don't have to connect if your if your switch is your primary console. You don't have to connect to the internet to see if you can play any of the games uh, and, and authenticate. But I that's what my switch was trying to do the entire time in the air was check in to see if you can play this game. And I couldn't play anything. I was ready to go. You didn't and have a single game cartridge in. I had Metroid Dread, which I'm done, and which I went back and played that a little bit. Um, and I, it just wasn't hidden. And I had two others. I had Marvel Ultimate Alliance three and Fire Emblem. Warriors, which was that Musou game, and both needed to connect into the internet for an update. I couldn't play no. either of them because it needed an update. So I was stuck. I couldn't play <laughs> anything. I was so like, ah, oh, why couldn't I why couldn't I do that? I ended up fixing it in the hotel. The the way back home was was a little bit better. But um yeah, that was a, a bit of a, a shucks and, and a reminder for me. And like now I don't know what to do. This was the whole reason I didn't want to buy one Kato. Because I mm-hmm. had a switch like that was my primary, that was one I had on the go. Do I, I'll put it to you, like, do I need that Switch Lite anymore? Should I just hang it up? Should I put it on display? Should I trade it in? Which one is it? It's the special one, though. Yeah, right? it's the Pokemon one. Yeah, yeah you got to keep it. You don't trade yeah. it in. You don't trade yeah. it in the console. Then it's just going you've on already, the shelf. You've already wasted the money. <laughs> no, no. Seriously. You've already spent the gift. money wisely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah you definitely don't trade it present. in then. Yeah. Yeah, it's just going I, up I on mean, the shelf I understand the frustration. Mm-hmm. But the OLED is worth it. <laughs> now my OLED basically is like the truest sense of the Switch. Like it becomes basically now what my day one was. Console. Yeah, yeah, it's my it's the one I I dock to the TV. It's the one I take on the go. I mean, I guess like the screen is so good. It really, really is. I played a lot more Tetris Effect Connected um, when I was finally able to do that. And that game on OLED is just absolutely stellar. It is so so good. Um, might even be the showcase 
for it. Metroid Dread is right up there as well, but on a, on a less expensive front. If you're looking for something to show off that OLED screen, I think Tetris Effect Connected is really, really good. But yeah, I think uh, I think yeah. I'm right back there. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was trying to avoid. Uh, it's frustrating that you can't have both switches just have the games on it. I don't understand I it, but you know, and, but it, it like is. really, I don't even need them. Like that's the whole thing is I don't need both. That was my, what I, what I can say is I was right to say that from the beginning is I don't need both. But what I've ended yeah. up with is now I'm abandoning my, my light basically. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we do have some breaking news. Obviously one of our news stories was Nintendo switch online plus expansion pack is live, which we've already talked about. So if you haven't checked that out yet, definitely go and check it out if you're interested, especially for those who are going to get Happy Home Paradise. I recommend looking at it just yeah. to see, are there any of these other games you're going to play and kind of make that decision from there, whether it's worth the cost in your head. Um, yeah. Mario Party Superstars releases on October 29th. Yeah. Which you're going to get. Are right? you getting this? Like, are we are we playing this or is this another like, wait, like let Sean spend his money and then you can, <laughs> yeah. which which is fine. You know, you're you're reinforcing my thought that I might be actually be an influencer here. But yeah, what's your take? Oh, yeah. The biggest influencer on all my purchases. <laughs> Not doing um, a very good job. You haven't been buying any of them. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you always talk negatively about them. That's true. Um, I know. I get excited. I just want to buy them all. I just want to play everything. Look, if you'd asked me a couple weeks ago, yeah, this was like a 100%. Things have changed. Mm -hmm. But things have changed. Yeah, they really have. November 5th changes everything. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. How am I going to have time? I mean, I kind of want to. Yeah. Because I would love to. I just, I like the idea of this game. I think. Just not even really playing it, but I think my son would just enjoy seeing the characters. Big time. And kind of walking, if there's any walking around with them. Mm -hmm. Um, When he plays Mario Kart, he doesn't like the actual racing. He just likes to pick the characters. Yeah. And I'm kind of shocked at how many of them he actually knows who they are. Yeah. I've never gone into who Mario is or any of that, but he knows a lot of them. Kids' brains so like, are what built are you for watching memory. on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, are they, you watching? Well, they're just constantly absorbing and learning and stuff. Like everything is new. There's nothing yeah. like I. I've got a good portion of my brain dedicated to you know quotes from Wayne's World and Ace Ventura. I can't delete that information. It's taking up the space. Kids have yeah. wide open hard drives to learn all that stuff. I also think this would be a fun game to do, like a member game night or something. Yes. With. Mm-hmm. So. This is probably, so there's fun. like a 60% chance. I'm yes. Thinking. Okay. We'll say that. I'll take it. Because I'm thinking for Extra Life. Like if nothing else, I think Extra Life would oh, be yeah, super fun. Oh yeah, that would fun, be a good time. Which is next week, yeah. by the way. And shout out to Extra Life. Speaking of that, that since I just brought it up. Um, if people are curious about this whole Nintendo Switch Online thing and they want to still support me on Extra Life, go to extra-life.org slash participant slash on Capri, make a $75 donation and I will add you to my family to my Nintendo Switch Expansion Pack family. You'll get it. Plus, you get to make a donation. Plus, you get entered into prizes and draws and stuff. But the first person to do that, you'll get added into the family. Might even open up to a second person, Kato. Oh, nice. I think that's a pretty good perk. a little perk. Yeah. 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 So that is something um, November 6th. Mm Mm-hmm. I will be streaming and raising money for Extra Life as well. Yeah. Um, Probably Animal Crossing. (laughs) 
But, you know. And Halo, we'll play Halo together. Come on. We'll play Halo. Halo. Yeah. yeah, finally. We'll play Halo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that night. Uh, also, the physical version of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. Wow, yeah. what a name. Okay. <laughs> On the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Will require a 25.4 gigabyte download, which has yeah. some people upset on the Twitter, the whole internet, the whole thing. Yeah. And look, <laughs> I are we promise, just like the calm down podcast over here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I promise I'm not a contrarian. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand the outrage with this. Yeah. It's, it's a trilogy. It's mm-hmm. a lot of games. These yeah. games are big games. If they can't fit on the cartridge, they can't fit on the cartridge. Yeah. Because I think that's what people are most upset about is that the even the um, physical will require a download. That's right. And I don't think it specifies, I didn't see anyway, how big that download specifically will be. Or no, no, it says 25.4. Okay, that's for the physical. That I mean, that is a big download, but if it can't fit on the cartridge, it can't fit. Yeah. It's a choice that Rock... Rockstar is is making in terms of like which cart to buy from Nintendo and they kind of they save some dollars by spy, by buying the smaller one and putting the game and maxing out the size on that card and then making you the user game player mm-hmm. download the rest. And so I feel like now, this is, is the just, digital version I assume bigger yes. than that. Yeah, I would I would, yeah. I would imagine so as well in which case okay. like how many of us are really buying physical um, right. it does sort of like in a way I think invalidate just the physical purchase you know um, mm-hmm. but I don't know necessarily again I, I have pretty good internet so I, I don't really find myself in the same situation as maybe others where you're excited to play the reason that you buy physical is because you pop it in and it, you play it and you're not going to be able to do that so I get I get that um, but I don't know yeah you're right like I'm just can we all just can we all just calm down you know it does suck yeah. there are others <laughs> that have done this maybe a little bit better but I just... But I feel like that's just kind of how games are now. I mean, I don't remember the last time I put in a game on my Xbox and didn't have to download something or update something Mm -hmm. or any of that. It's just a process. Yeah. And I've just accepted that as the new normal. It's not like I'm popping in my uh, Game Boy Color game. It's just not how it is. One thing that I'll I'll say, even just going back to the 64 games and stuff, that like it is remarkable how fast you just get into a game. Like you just, you yeah. hit a button and you're playing, like I played Dr. Mario 64 and it's just like click, click, click. And you are playing. It's so fast. There's, and that's how it was. You popped in the cartridge. So maybe there's just some legacy there just for Nintendo games. Like that's just how we've played since mm-hmm. going back to God knows when. So yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. It is a big download, but also, and the other thing too, is that there's not as much hard drive space available. Like you can, right. it kind of depends on well, how you much have to have a, you really do card. Yeah, I think so. Oh, hi there. Can I please get um, two large Diet Cokes and a medium coffee with two Splenda? Just two Splenda? Yes, please. Okay, anything else for you? That's all. All right, next one, please. Thank you. That apple pie looked Wait, amazing Wait, not a today. decaf? We're getting coffee. Oh, snap. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited about the rage that we're talking about with this, this um, Grand Theft Auto. You're going full caffeine. So we're going full caffeine, everybody. Watch out. I'll go. be ready for another show right after this. Watch out, family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I get back home and work uh, colleagues. Well, in more exciting news, the creator of Stardew Valley <sighs> revealed his next game, Haunted Chocolatier. And this game looks 
amazing. Doesn't it? I'm so glad you looked at the the pictures because like the the headline itself. Oh, I watched the gameplay. Oh all the my stuff. gosh! So good. Yes, yes. I oh, I'm, I'll let you go on, but oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I have played some Stardew Valley. I actually mm-hmm. own it on PC Me and too. my Switch. Me too. Both. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> Um, and (laughs) I haven't played as much as I've wanted to Same Because Animal Crossing is just so time consuming Everything else is so time consuming Mm -hmm. And that is just a game that Oh, if I had all the time in the world I I know know I would get sucked into it so, Mm -hmm. so much Yeah And before Animal Crossing announced the new update I was like right there Ready to jump in Mm -hmm. And now I've taken a step back again but I feel like this new game, I don't know when it's coming out. Um, Hi. I feel like that would be uh, no, the perfect it was the coffee time. And the pop. I feel like that would be the perfect time to jump into something because it'll be new and Thank everyone you, you will too. be exploring it, you know, at the same time. And I yes. like that. Yes. Yes. Like of it. Oh my gosh. It looks so, I don't know what exactly it is about like the, the chocolatier, like this, this as a new job <laughs> rather than a farm. And thank you so much. And that like, it just looks like, I don't know, like warmer or what exactly right. it is. It, it's not quite as like survival. I don't know. Like that, I don't get that sense. It, it's a little bit more fantasy, I guess, in that way. Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kind of thing. Like a little bit more more fun. And even the way the creator kind of described it as if if Stardew Valley is the sun, then this game is the moon. If that Ooh. makes sense. Like it, it, I feel yeah. like that was one of the quotes that came out of the interview. And that really, really captured my attention. And then looking at the screenshots of it and and the look of it all, it does have like a a richer kind of look and feel to it, even though it is same pixel kind of design. Very mm-hmm. like the UI Definitely looks the basically same the same art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I don't know what his timeline is on this, but I find I found myself growing in excitement the more I was looking at it. I first saw it on Twitter. I was like, okay, cool. But then maybe it was just after seeing Andrew and Angela this weekend um, cosplaying as <laughs> characters and then seeing this and looking at it. And there is such a, there's such a warmth and there's so much love that goes into this game by this one creator. I think it's Eric Baroni, I think is the name. Um, and just, man, blood, sweat, and tears put into this or blood, sweat, and pixels, if you like, right. put into this, into this game. Yeah, I'm... I think I'm going to have to do this. I think I might have an opening, honestly, on Switch. The only the, the next thing that I'm buying is Mario Party, but that's not like a spend, you know, dozens of hours on it. I think I think Stardew Valley might be up next for me. Except you for this so? damn Animal Crossing. I don't know. What am I going right. to do? I'm going to try this Animal Crossing. I've already said I'm doing that. What the heck? You are. And you're yeah. going to get it for free. I mean, included with the other stuff. It. So you've got to do that. I'm doing it. Even if it wasn't the expansion, like all the other stuff. You know, like the, like I want to do farming in Animal Crossing. That yeah. was for, that's part of the free update. So, what but the heck? I think, I think the farming in Stardew is more meaningful or purposeful yeah. mm-hmm. than the farming in Animal Crossing. So I think you will tire of the Animal Crossing update pretty quickly. It's possible. Um, I mean, maybe not the, I think the update stuff, yes. I think the DLC, you could play. A lot longer. Right. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Because, like, it's giving you purpose, whereas mm-hmm. the update stuff is just kind of... There's stuff to do, but, I mean, you can pretty quickly get through it all. Yeah. Depending on how fast you go. 
I'll um, say this. If anybody out there is like kind of a Stardew Valley keener and they have like a either a site or their own recommendations on like the first 10 things I should do in Stardew, that would get me that would get me right in there. You know, you and, and same thing with Animal Crossing. And buy potatoes. Yeah, I should a, a potato idea. farm. I would. I would do Not that. Not a tomato farm, a potato <laughs> farm. <laughs> Two takes today. <laughs> <laughs> Two takes. Two takes on the intro today, everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Sean is adamant about me being a tomato. You're going to be a reason. tomato one of these. Maybe I'm the tomato. <laughs> Maybe I should dress up as a tomato <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Big old eyes and a gigantic mouth on this tiny right. little tomato. I love that. <laughs> okay. Last bit of news. Tetris 99 is hosting a Metroid <gasps> Dread Maximus Cup this weekend. Yeah. Which we know Sean's going to be playing. Mm-hmm. This is a PSA to everybody. Join me. Get your Metroid Dread theme. It's this weekend. I think it's the 29th when it starts. Get your 100 points. Play a couple games. Get your theme. And um, yeah, never delete this ever, game. Are you ever playing Tetris 99 when it's not a Maximus Cup? Look, there's not a whole lot of... <laughs> Like logic to my obsession here. It's just something right. that I like getting excited about. I like, like playing it. it. It's very similar, I would say, to like uh, Splatfest. Like they don't they okay. didn't really mean yeah. anything to me in the long run, but it was a nice excuse to like go back and play something. I wish right. more games did this. Like give me a reason. Yeah. Give me give me like some sort of pull. It's you're right. I don't use it beyond the the time that the Maximus Cup is on, and then I move on to the next one, which obviously defaults to that one, and that's yeah. it. But it, this one looks really cool, and I just continue to be excited about which ones, um, which games they, they celebrate. I don't know if we've predicted this. I don't know if this was a Sean or Kato was right kind of moment. Maybe Mario Party is going to be next. Maybe Animal... Do we have an Animal Crossing one? We must have an Animal Crossing one. I think one. there is an Animal Crossing one. But maybe the new DLC would get one. Happy That'd Home nice. Paradise one. Mm-hmm. That'd yeah. be very cool. Um, yeah. We also... We need to look back in the rearview mirror today <sighs> at last year's Nintendo News which says the Nintendo <laughs> Switch was first revealed five years ago. So I guess that makes it six years no, ago. No, this, this is actually five five years ago. Oh, it it's is a, actually it's five a, It's years. a okay. real far okay. back rear view mirror. You did it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, five years ago, I, wa- I went back and watched the trailer. Yeah. So that song, nostalgic. That song is so good. I downloaded it instantly. Karen, that, I think that's when Karen was, was cool. Um, we saw custom amiibos of that Karen, the lady with the that she went on the, the roof party oh, with yeah. the switch. It told us, man, that was like one of the first times I remember in recent memory um, dissecting every frame of that of that trailer. They showed yeah. us so much. They showed us Mario Kart. We were flipping out about that in the in the car. They showed us Skyrim back then, which is like, what? How are they getting that thing on this? Like, they've got the third party support. Like all these. They had to deconstruct so much, so many misconceptions and things that they had done wrong with the Wii U. They fixed with this one. It was hip. It was a bunch of like twenty somethings playing this thing. It was not made for kids. It had a cool song. It was oh man, and it came out of yeah. nowhere. I remember going to a movie and seeing on Twitter that creepy Mario like looking beyond the curtain. You remember that and going like, no. we're gonna see what the NX is like that. I, I I'm pretty sure that's where that's from. It had like this. Tomorrow, we're going to tell you about the NX. And that's when we learned that it was called the Switch. And, oh my God, I'm getting like chills just thinking about like the announcement. Holy crap. Yeah. And they released like six months later. Yeah, I remember seeing it the day that it came out. 
And I just remember being so excited about it because, you know, my love of handhelds. And this is just like the perfect, the Switch is the perfect system for me. Yeah. 100%. It's my favorite. I was so excited. I felt like they did, the early marketing for this was just so spot on. It really was. Whoever was was in charge of this marketing. Yep. Killed it. I mean, I remember another trailer. I don't remember if it was just Breath of the Wild specific. Yes. Yeah. But they were using like a popular song of the time. And I was like, this is the perfect song to be using for this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They just, they did such a great job, especially after the big Wii U flop in marketing. Honestly. They um. showed like the snap, the sound effect, the snap, I think is perfect. perfect. The logo yeah. of the Joy-Cons kind of like clicking into place is perfect. They went back to red as like the color you think, like you see red, you think Nintendo, you think like blue is PlayStation, Green's Xbox. Like with the Wii U, it was like that bluish kind of like, I don't even know what the hell to call, call that color. It was, right. So they returned a lot of that to, to the branding was really smart. They showed you how like, they basically introduced without saying it, this is handheld mode, this is TV mode, this is tabletop mode. In all those things, uh, dude was on a plane, you know, you're at a, playing basketball with the bros and playing NBA, like they got the <laughs> sports games on there. They That commercial is so loaded with stuff They and they don't say a word. And mm-hmm. you were able to kind of just see like how you use it and like how big is it and who want, like what kind of games you're going to be playing. It was, I think even the name itself, Switch, has really held up over time. You don't need to have a PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. You can have something that Nintendo has done, I think, really well, where the Wii stuck out for whatever reason, and the Switch just makes sense because you switch from one to the next to the next. Like, it was, they hit it out of the park. Just like when you started your YouTube channel. Like, really good right at the start. (laughs) It's exactly the same. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Me and Nintendo, exactly the same. Totally. Um, And this just begs the question for me. I know I've asked you this before. Do you think the next console will be another Switch? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. I think so. There's there's not really any way to really compete like with the with the others. And although like maybe it doesn't even matter. They they might be able to just go toe to toe with an Xbox or PlayStation with a non-Switch version, but I I don't know why they would want to. Like to your point, like the the Nintendo handhelds are such a legacy. It should continue on into the future, I think. Um I love that it proves that you don't need all the teraflops in the world for a for a console to be successful. And yeah, no, I, I want this model. I want this this format and uh, to, to be the thing that they do well, well into the future. I just yeah. never thought they would make it. Like this is exactly what everybody asked for. So when that's what they gave us, I'm like, that's that never happens. Right. All, <laughs> we want a, a hybrid. Like I feel like that term we even just like made up. After the after the Wii U, we saw maybe where they could go with the gamepad, and that's essentially what kind of evolved into into the Switch. But yeah, they really they crushed it, and it it looks like more of an adult like piece of technology rather than the Fisher Price thing that we mm-hmm. got with Wii U. Yeah, imagine oh. being the person who developed it. Yeah, you have to feel like, so proud of yourself right mm-hmm. now. I was right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was right. I created that. Yeah, and, and remember too, like we were still, like we talk about the Wii U being kind of a bummer, but like 3DS was still pretty good. And one thing I remember remember in that in the early days of NX becoming Switch was like, what is going to happen to the 3DS? Like, is this still, are they going to lean on it? And it seemed like they were going to, and then Switch really took off and they just shifted gears and focused on that completely, which was the best case scenario, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they were ever going to. I think they 
fibbed yeah. about it. Just yeah. because they can't tell you, hey, no, we're going to stop supporting this in three months. Totally. Yeah, there's because 80 million then, of you. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because then everything that's releasing after that, people are just going to be like, okay, we're leaving. We're going, you know, I don't know. Yeah, okay. they, they had Told a decent a story run. about it. They had a decent run of games that still kind of like came out for 3DS. But yeah, I yeah. think I think a lot of developers, uh, some had dev kits for the Switch early on and they were able to kind of capitalize on that new console, need, I'll buy any games kind of thing. And then everybody else who was behind that was just really scrambling to to keep up. I remember talking to a bunch of indie devs back in the day. They just wanted to get their game on Switch because everything was selling right out of the gates because people were buying thing, buying the buying the units, and they just wanted to play something on this on the new device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, five years ago though, that was half a decade. <sighs> that is crazy. Isn't that nuts? It feels like no time at all. I know. For me. I know. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, okay, we do have some questions this week. Adam at Morrow Fair asks, what are your most recommended games from the entire Switch library for those of us who just Ooh. jumped on? That's a, like, how do you want to tackle this? Because it's a big question. <laughs> it, is, it is enormous, and I feel like like I could just kind of ramble off the the first party stuff, right? Like, you, right. you got to have, like, your Breath of the Wild. You got to have your Mario Karts, like, those types of the Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. of course. That's, like, my entire list of games that I right? listed. Luigi's Mansion, mm-hmm, Stardew Valley. Yeah, like, those are all... Did I say Splatoon? I think ARMS is really good. Um, man, like, the, the basically... I don't know that there is one uh, first-party game that Nintendo has put out on Switch that isn't good, or at least worth your time, or worth a, worth a look. You know, like, what a I time would, to jump in. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. I might consider waiting on Splatoon, because Splatoon 3 is coming out. Good soon. point, good well, point. not soon, but... Yeah. Um, If you were going to wait on one, I would wait on that one, so you don't get the one and then have to pay for another one mm-hmm. later. And there's so much other stuff to play. Yeah, as well. And I mean, you even if got stuff like Mario and Rabbids. Yes, that's that, that's Battle. on sale all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, expand your horizons yeah, I, or something like that. Yeah, I think it's such a deep question because it all depends on what you like to play. Totally. So what Sean likes to play is completely different from what I like to play, and you know, there's definitely overlap there. Yeah. But um, I don't think Sean is spending three thousand hours playing Animal Crossing. Not yet. No, (laughs) no. (laughs) Although apparently I've got all the switches in the world that I can have all my separate islands going if I really wanted to. Yeah. I can't really keep one down though. If I could only have two games though, for me personally, it would be Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to argue that. I mean, I'll I'll say Mario Kart because I feel like that's just, it's almost like it needs to just be pre-installed. It just needs to come with it. Like paint comes on PCs. Like it's just, that's the way it goes. And then sort of like a couple deep cuts, maybe Uh, battle chef brigade is a really interesting kind of anime style. It's actually like a match three game that you, you create these, these, um, these dishes out of monsters and animals in your backyard that you go fight kind of anime Kung Fu style, (laughs) which is awesome. You bring their parts in and you make up these dishes. It's really, really cool. Battle Shepard Brigade is really great. And um, what else did I want? Oh, um, ukulele. This is available on other consoles as well, but ukulele and the Impossible Lair, not the first ukulele, uh, the Impossible Lair. This is made by, I think, people who came from like the Donkey Kong teams, Donkey Kong Country teams. It is Absolutely electric. That game is awesome. So not yeah. part of the first party stuff. Some, some what about Ori? 
Ori, how could I forget? Of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ori is yeah. amazing. But again, to your point, like, is that for everybody? It definitely, that has a bit of a, a challenge to it um, that not mm-hmm. everybody is maybe up for. But yeah, man, that's the thing about Switch. They have everything. Like, you can play The Witcher on Switch, for God's sakes. Right. And Skyrim. just wait until the week of Thanksgiving in the United States and everything is going to go on sale. Yeah. And you can buy so much stuff on the eShop. I'd love to that's know. What I'm going to do. What this person, um, who was the person who asked it? Was it Mark or Adam? I think it was Adam. Adam. Um, love to know what other games Adam likes to play and jumping into the yeah. Switch for the first time. Yeah, right. super interesting. Gosh, that's so, I want to play the Switch again for the first time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, Sam at, I don't know how to say this. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all with your ats. Um, I don't know how to say it. Will Nintendo ever <laughs> hey, <Sam>. recreate... <laughs> Hey, Sam. <laughs> Will Nintendo ever recreate Nintendo dogs and cats on the Switch? Also, what are some of your favorite cheap and or free games on the eShop? That's all you on the Nintendo dogs thing. Oh, I wanted it. I, this is one of my predictions. <laughs> this was one of my predictions for E3. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I thought for sure something like this would come. I saw an advertisement for some game similar to this i didn't look into it it was just on my uh instagram mm-hmm. ads but it was for the switch was something similar um yeah i would give it like to, to i would like to think that they would but i really don't see them doing this oh come on they came back with like brain age and brain academy and all those games i feel like it's all kind of the same era yeah but you have to think about I just feel like there's a slightly different market for the Switch. Obviously, there are kids playing it. But I just think this is not going to be as popular as it was on the DS and the 3DS. I see what you're doing, and I like it, Kato. Yeah. It's the reverse psychology that we've been doing this entire oh, yeah. time with everything else. They're going to announce it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I see. I don't know if it ruins it by calling it out, but I like uh, it. It's a good strategy. Yes. And then to answer the second question... Uh, favorite cheap or free games? I don't think any of these are free, but um, Stardew Valley is pretty cheap. Yep. Uh, Super Meat Boy is a really good game on Switch. I don't know if you've ever played good that. Good call. Yeah, that's uh, a great game. It's a good a good game. Um, lots of short, fast levels. It's all very timed, and you're just yeah. trying to get through this um, platform-style game. It's really very cute. Very satisfying Fun. motion, yeah. but, and, and cutely violent. I think is maybe the way Cutely to describe violent, it. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, chopped um, up. Overcooked. I think Ooh, Overcooked good is a one. great game. Yeah. Oh, that's man. Great picks. Holy cow. I love that. Uh, I'm going to go with the um, paint by numbers game that I'm playing with my kids called Love Colors. <laughs> it was like two bucks and literally free, which I actually had to double check this. But Rocket League went free in the same way that Fortnite or Apex Legends are, are all also free. But Rocket League is really, really fun and really I didn't scales. Know that. Yeah, it went, um, I think, probably like I had bought it. And then uh, Epic actually bought, I think, the entire company and basically created like a battle pass kind of monetization model for rocket league instead of paying 15 bucks for the game so pretty sure you can play rocket league for free and we should play gotcha. sometime because it's cross yeah. cross play as well it's really fun i've never played it yeah super good but free i like the sound of that free 99 yeah <laughs> all right well that's the end of our questions uh sean where can everyone find you on the internet 
I just have had a smile on my face this entire time. I've really enjoyed talking to you about stuff today. And people can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri. It's Sean like, uh, what is it? Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. <laughs> and, what the hell am I talking about? Uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. And of course, Extra Life, please. I think the link should be in the show notes. So please go donate. Become part of my Nintendo Switch plus expansion pack family. Do it now. $75 donation and help the kids. <laughs> You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Console Cato. That is all for episode 27 of the Nintendo Drive. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, make sure you don't make the new mistake of not setting your Switch to the primary console before you go on a trip. The Nintendo Drive is fueled by patrons at patreon.com slash Capri. And from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful to the nearly 70 patrons who support us each and every month with our special thanks to our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on this show and the Xbox Drive. You can support Jonathan at youtube.com slash PM Entertainment. Our platinum producers, Robbie Bobby Miller and Trucker Sloth. Our gold members, Argo, Benji Kong, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Heather Boney, James Johnson, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Xavier Reyes. If you enjoy this show and you'd like to support independent content, you can go to patreon.com slash Yumi Capri and choose the tier that's right for you.